Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together. Come on, give it up. Let's meet and greet the Bob and Cherry Show with Bob. You know, if I were called a legendary swordsman, it would have to do with fencing <laughs> and Cherry. When y'all kept talking about giving it up, I just assumed we were talking paychecks. <laughs> now broadcasting the Palatial Bob and Cherry Studios, it's Bob and Cherry. Oh, happy gateway to the weekend. And of course, it's Thursday, so we'll be doing... I know. I'm, I'm skating into this weekend <laughs> on flames, let me just tell you. My days are such a blur. Um, and it's been, you know, in some ways, it's been kind of, I don't want to say fun, having Kevin immobilized and unable to walk <laughs> except on his little scooter <laughs> to go to the bathroom. Because I don't want to make it sound too much like the movie Misery, and I'm really enjoying myself. But, um, you know, he's, he's kind of like my captive. Instead of wandering around out in the woods and being out in the garage working on things, like he's right there all the time. And yes, the downside is I have to fetch everything for him and then take it all away when he's done with it. But we're spending like time together in a completely different way. And he can't escape me when I want to talk to him about my various things. So I told you guys I made him watch the Chiefs Buffalo game with me because thanks to the Taylor Swift effect, like a million gazillion other Swifties, I'm like now a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. Something I never thought could have happened. And I'm so deeply invested now in Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, who I actually knew because he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. I was actually way more familiar with Jason than I was with Travis until Taylor came along. And if you remember when the Eagles played Kansas City in the Super Bowl, um, Travis and Jason's mom had a special jacket made. Half of it was the Philadelphia Eagles. Half was the Kansas City Chiefs. We actually talked about how hard it would be as a mom knowing that when the day, this magical, incredible day ended, that every parent of a kid who plays sports daydreams about, right? One of these That's days true. my kid is going to the Super Bowl, the Olympics, you know, the World Series. Like you dream that your sport playing kid has the goods to go all the way. And this family, Donna and Ed Kelsey, both their sons, right? It's so, amazing. so we were all like we were all fascinated by the brothers on opposite teams playing against each other in the Super Bowl. And then with everything else that's happened, I am not only like a Swifty, I'm a Kelsey, I'm a part of Chiefs Nation. Like, and poor Kevin now, he can't he can't get away from it. So not only and be careful what you wish for, because he's a football fan. You might wish, wouldn't it be great if my, my life partner also enjoyed football? 
and then have somebody break your leg in about eight places and put you on the couch where you can't move. And it turns out your life partner does like football, but only one kind of football and only two players and one reason for it, and that's Taylor Swift. So the poor man has had no escape. But I want to say, and I know Max is going to back me up on this, I think we have Jason Kelsey and this whole like rom-com and real-life story to thank for a lot of social media sites for like almost a week now being fun, happy places again. Yeah. Max. Yeah. What, I mean. Well, he was shirtless hanging out of the suite at the game in Buffalo. And it was just, he he was like a fan, you know, and he was cheering his brother on. And there have been so many thing, funny things that happened. In fact, in, in the process of doing that, he held up one of the young female fans so she could see Taylor Swift up there. He did it just, you know, one of the Buffalo fans. He's got such dad energy. This little girl was maybe six years old, and she'd made a sign for Taylor Swift. Jason Kelsey comes leaping, and my God, the athleticism on the man, comes leaping out of the sweet window, scoops this little girl up and holds her up. And there are videos from different angles. In one of the videos, she's holding the sign and waving at Taylor, and Taylor is waving back at her. I mean, like the loves. Mm. So you know, I, it's, you know, it's really interesting that there has been some criticism, whether it's just for writers to get some space or whatever it may be. There's been some criticism that, you know, the NFL uh, should not be spotlighting show business people, that she's she's every game that she goes through. There's video of her. And yet I'm watching the same game. And I just read an article on that. And uh, CBS said, oh, forget that. They took. They took a but, shot of her where she was jumping can, up can and down you, and they stayed on it. Jesus could walk on water is the halftime show and somebody would criticize it. That's yeah, very true. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't I mean, you can't win. And a lot of the uh, hate directed at Taylor Swift is just freaking misogyny because, you know, they complain bitterly about, oh, they keep cutting to Taylor. I have not seen one and I'm all over. Um, and the, the worst culprit for it would be. X. I'm all over that. And I haven't seen one criticism of Jason Kelsey taking his shirt off and coming through the window to slam beers with the Bills Mafia. So a lot of it is just because people are so angry at the world and so disappointed in themselves that they've got to find a target. But the whole point of this is to thank the Kelsey brothers and, and, and really the Kelsey family for giving the world something to rally around that's positive. And so, of course, my entire X timeline is nothing but Kelsey's. It's it's 24-7 Kelsey nudes. I am getting so much stuff. The algorithm is giving me so much Barstool Sports right now. It's crazy because of all the um, content I've been watching. And this video popped up in my feed. So this is after the um, Super Bowl, the, after the defeat, when the – when Travis won and the Eagles didn't, when the Chiefs won it and the Eagles didn't. And they're back in the hotel room and it's Jason Kelsey and his wife Kylie and his two precious little girls. Okay. We said we would be happy. You can win. What's that? You can win. I did it? No. Oh, man. Uncle Travi win. <laughs> Uncle Travi did win. Did you want that to yeah, happen, Mike? I didn't want Uncle Travi to win. That's all right. Bye-bye. Uncle Travi got it. Oh, she likes that one. We can be happy for Uncle Travi. Oh, that's so sweet. 
It's the best. Oh my gosh. It is the sweetest thing ever. Like, no matter how awful the world is, I promise you, just go into the search bar on X slash Twitter and type in Jason Kelsey. You're welcome. You'll get nothing but rainbows and happiness. We got morons in the news coming up. We have comedian Lewis Smith. We have the billionaires and their bunkers. And straight ahead, Mr. Lamar has to apologize to the world because somebody has discovered meatballs. It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. Go to BobandSherry.com and tell us about a bill you received that shocked you. We're selecting four winners to pay that bill on their behalf. That's B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. All right. So Sherry was just saying that Lamar needs to apologize and I'll tell you what he needs to apologize on. For some reason, we got under a conversation about meatballs. And Lamar shocked us, as only he can, <laughs> by saying either he didn't, what was it, you didn't like meatballs or you've never no, had a meatball. I've never had a good one. meatball. I'm, I've never I had, had a, good a couple. Meatball. That's right. Every one I've ever tried came out of a crock right. pot at a table. Right. And it just, I, I couldn't see it. It just couldn't see it. No. And so uh, the Bob and Sherry audience um, jumped on him. I'm, I'm, there's no other way to put yes. it. They said, my friend, how could you? I'd like you, but how could you not like meatballs? <laughs> Beautiful meatballs. And so uh, pick it up. You found some nice meatballs, did you? Well, I sent out a message on my Facebook, and I was asking people in my area. I said, I've got to try a great meatball. Somebody send me to a great meatball. So I had a lot of people uh, give me a, a restaurant that's in downtown Spartanburg at Sophia's. It's just a little small place right downtown. They got outside dining and everything. And, and I'd been there before, I mean, but I, I never ordered a meatball cause I don't like them. <laughs> so everybody said, no, 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 you gotta go. You gotta go there. You, if you don't like them, then, then you don't like them. So we went and, uh, so I ordered the appetizer meatball appetizer. And as soon as they set the plate down, I'm looking at this and I'm going, how have I spent this many years not coming across <laughs> a meatball that looked like this? It's funny when they're about the size of a ping pong ball and they're inside of a crock pot and there's a bunch of liquid around them. And whether you add grape jelly or not, I, 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 they just no good, no good, you know, but they're set. There was three meatballs and they were, Bigger than, probably a hair smaller than a tennis ball. Hair smaller than a tennis ball. And they had a beautiful red sauce on them, and they had some Parmesan or whatever. And Man, I took a bite of one of those things, and I'm like, God, if I could get these years back. Oh, my gosh, if I could get these years back. Oh, oh, no, 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 I, no. Listen, I've had two dramatic experiences this year in these last few months. I hated, or thought I did, I hated eggnog, but I found a really great eggnog, and it was fantastic, and I hated meatballs. I I don't want to learn anything else, because I will (laughs) suffer. I I don't want to know anymore. I don't want anymore, because the regrets that I will have of all the meatballs that I could have ate. You here's here's what we're not going to hear. Here's what we're not going to hear from Lamar. You know, 
I didn't like kale, but I found this <laughs> kale recipe. Funny you should say that. I hated kale until years ago. Sherry, I don't know what the party was. Sherry, you had some party, a birthday or something, at your house, the other house, not this house, and you had a kale salad. And I didn't and- know what it was until I started eating it. And I loved it. And then I found out what it was. And that was another life-changing situation. You would think you would think as much as I enjoy food, I wouldn't stumble across something, you know, but no. No, this is looking out for me. Well, you know what you say. What you say about wishing you could have those years back, it is a Mm. terrible thing when you discover that you have just had your mind closed to something amazing. Yes. Then you yes. discover that it's amazing and you realize <laughs> that you'll never be able to get as much of it as you could have if you would have been less resistant from the beginning. Oh, but I'm yeah. working I'm go, I'm working on it. I'm working on it now. <laughs> I'm, well, if I'm ever a man could If ever a man could catch that lost time on a lifetime of meatballs, I think we're talking to him. I yep. like yep. your chances. God. We got fantastic. We got morons in the news straight ahead. It's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the news is sponsored by Every Plate. Skip the grocery store and save money with Every Plate. Bob and Sherry. You see, that's all I could come up with because I'm an idiot. With morons in the news. Well, Polk County Sheriff's Office deputies. That's in Florida, by the way. Notice the tailgate on a pickup truck was covering the license plate. And they wondered, hmm, I wonder why that's going on. Does it even have a license on there? So they uh, pulled the truck over and they talked to the driver, Robert Brush, who was 46 years old. And they said, Mr. Brush, let me have your license. When he handed it over, deputies noticed on the license a white crystalline substance. Cards like driver's licenses are often used to break up drugs. So the deputy, I didn't know they could do this, right there in their squad car, tested the substance and allegedly came back positive for meth. Deputies called in the police dog because the guy said, there's no there's no drugs in, in my car here. They went, all right, just sit there. We're going to call in the police dog. Police dog got into the car and alerted them within about three seconds. There were drugs in the car. Tucked between the driver's seat at center console and the seat, And there's a really clever place to put it. They found a baggie filled with what appeared to be a large amount of meth. And here's the quote from cops. Cops have had it with us. Robert Brush's Brush's brush with the law resulted in his arrest. He was taken to the police station because he couldn't brush off his driver's license. They're getting more and more, uh, you know, just sarcastic at the idiocy of these people. If this guy had not pulled that tail down, he did have a uh, license plate. If he had not pulled that down, he never would have been arrested. It's the details. Always. always. It is is always the details. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) An an Atlantic City police officer faces a third-degree theft charge after spending money inadvertently deposited into his checking account by his bank. La Quay Du Bois, uh, 37 of Atlantic City, spent about 35000 of the $100,000 his bank accidentally deposited into his account. 
By spending some of the funds, the account was overdrawn by about $35,903. The prosecutor's office said, Du Bois was suspended without pay after the charges were filed. Uh, Atlantic City Police said the department said Friday it was informed of discrepancies in the bank's uh, account. Relaying the information, the prosecutor's office said this ain't going to work. The bank deposited the money into the account. Bank officials withdrew the money and closed the account about a week after finding the error. Du Bois joined the force initially under the uh, rank, a class two rank before becoming a, a full-time police officer. Du Bois is waiting uh, to find out what all the charges are going to be, but he was not immediately available for comment. I'm thinking they can probably find him in Aruba if they'll look, because that's probably <laughs> where he's gone to. Well, that, that never works. <laughs> that that no! just never works. We no! have to we have to let our our listeners know if by mistake forty thousand dollars shows up in your account, it's it's not a gift from the money fairy. You know, somebody made find, a mistake. They're... They're going to trace it back. They're going to find it. They are. These Every computers, time. Every time. These computers yeah, right, can do anything. Right, right. All right. Today's moron of the day is 32-year-old Daniel Palomino, who uh, blasphemed in a sacred place, and that sacred place is a Wawa. If you're not lucky enough to have Wawa stores in your area, you don't even know what you're missing. Wawas are amazing. And Daniel Palomino went into a Wawa in St. Petersburg, Florida, and he got himself some Nashville hot chicken. If you've never had it, it's delicious. Imagine a piece of fried chicken that's then been dipped in a vat of boiling hot hot sauce. When they pull that fried chicken out, that sauce kind of lacquers to the crunchy crust. Mm -mm -mm. Spicy Nashville goodness in every bite. Well, Daniel Palomino wrapped his pie hole around a piece of that Wawa Nashville hot chicken and decided he didn't think the chicken was cooked enough. So he confronted the employee and said, this chicken isn't cooked enough. And the employee said, I'm sorry, what? And then he threw the chicken in the victim's face, uh, getting hot sauce oh, in their no. eye. Mm. Mr. Palomino, who lives about a mile from the Wawa, shock and awe, was under the influence of alcohol when sheriff's deputies got him. They did not seize the chicken as evidence, though they did confiscate a baseball bat for Mr. Palomino, who, mm. surprise, shock and awe, had had multiple arrests in the past for everything from criminal mischief to possession of every kind of substance and aggravated assault, plus a probation violation. And he's rocking a facial hair combination that looks a lot like Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Django Unchained. <laughs> Not a misdemeanor, <laughs> but definitely questionable. I can't wait to see it. We're going to post him up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. That is morons in the news. We got Bob and Sherry's small plates coming up. We're going to be collecting some human teeth. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info. BobandSherry.com. I know a lot of people uh, are a little upset with Johnny Depp with his legal problems and all. I'm not one of those people. It's just like, you know, okay, that's your life. It's not It's not my life. But And I think he's a really good actor. But I got to say, those Savage ads that are on television that he's in are so ridiculous. First time I saw the Savage ad, it was actually a picture of Johnny, you know, menacing, uh, menacingly looking in a department store. And I went, what's that? Oh, they're selling cologne here. I guess that he's the face of it. 
Then I saw the Savage ad on television, and he's playing a guitar on a frozen lake, and there are wolves around him, and he looks really scary. And then you hear this voiceover. Here it is. In the wilderness, fearless and human, Savage. Well, first of all, if I'm going to put on cologne, I'm not in the wilderness. I, I very seldom worry about my smells when I'm out in the wilderness. If I use it at all, you know, maybe Mary and I are going to do something together or whatever. But that ad where he's playing on the ice all by himself with wolves, and then he throws this really nice-looking electric guitar down on the ice and walks like, I don't know where, whose buddy's going to kick and the wolves are, are walking with him. It's cologne. It's it's men's cologne. <laughs> you know, I mean. It's actually a mortgage payment, Bob, more than it's anything for Johnny. Is it really? Is it really yeah, expensive? He, I, I've never looked it up. No, no. No, he, Johnny Depp needs the money after all of his legal bills. That's what this oh, is. Oh, I see. That's why he sold out. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I think Brad Pitt did one for a cologne. I don't know if Clooney did. A lot of them have done that, so I don't... I don't... Fearless. And human. In the wilderness, I am not fearless. I I fear bears. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what the guy is talking about there. Anyway, it's it's just too much. It's just, it's just over the top. It's Bob and Sherry. Small Plates is sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. It's time now for Bob and Sherry's Small Plates. You know, there are some people who are history buffs that are so enamored with Winston Churchill that they will read every book about Churchill, the great man who helped to save Britain and the world. And they'll go and visit his uh, grave site. You can actually walk up to the grave. I have a friend who just that knows everything in the world about Churchill. They're just uh, Churchill fanatics. And boy, oh boy, if you have some money, you might be able to score kind of the ultimate Churchill item. The false teeth of Sir Winston Churchill that he wore when he uttered his famous wartime speeches are about to go under the hammer. Um, Some of the speeches were so legendary, like he had the false teeth when he said, we shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight in the fields. And also the one that was uh, just so absolutely brilliant. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. I think he was referring to the Royal Air Force who uh, held the Nazis off. Well, anyway, uh, he had those teeth, those false teeth in his mouth when he delivered it. And they are going up for uh, sale. It's going to be in just a few weeks, and they are looking at about ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. I wonder. I it sounds like a lot. You know, I thought I know. so too. Yeah. I know that when you're dead, like, what difference does it make? But you can't tell me that you really would want people to have your teeth. No, I would not. No. I, I mean, would you really? Like, I would not want people to have my teeth. There's something gruesome about that, don't you think? <laughs> but I I can see that my friend, his name is Rusty, I won't say his last name, uh, he went and visited Churchill's grave, took the tours and all of that. I could see a little box 
that Sluicite with Church Hill's dentures on his desk. Sherry, you like some gruesome stuff. I'm surprised you don't like this. Right? I mean, I right? Sherry, if you're dead, <laughs> what do you care what happens to your teeth that's if what, you're dead? That's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're gone, and what difference does it make? It's just the idea. Like, like I don't want Sir Winston Churchill's teeth. And I do like gruesome things. I don't want anybody's... Like, I just... that There's something weird about You've got like, it. That's even too weird limit. for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I bet, yeah. Lamar, you're surprised to know that there is a limit. For me. <laughs> Where we go? We just found it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I thought it was going to be beyond that. I thought it was a lot. I, you know, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, well, I just, well let's, uh, let's continue in this vein right now. Clown outfits, glass eyes, and a witch's spell-making kit are among the strangest things that guests have left in hotel rooms in the United States. The list of weird and wonderful forgotten items was shared by a vacation company. One visitor left behind uh, Grandma's Lucky Coffee Pot after taking it on vacation. Again, with the false teeth, the false teeth, wedding rings, and photos were the most common items discovered in rooms. So I, pe- people are just losing. The- How do you walk out of a hotel room without your teeth? Would you not put them in for breakfast? I can understand. I can understand leaving your glass eye. And let me say, Lamar, I am very interested in glass eyes and would like to have a whole jar full of them in my living room, if possible. I just don't, I don't want Winston Churchill's teeth, but the glass eyeballs I'm here for. I can see forgetting your glass eye. Is it, right? is it because they said, I'm going to meet somebody there, and he says, I'll keep an eye out for you? Oh, that is <laughs> But you need your teeth at the breakfast buffet. I am surprised yeah, yeah. by that. Yeah. 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 How long it, do you wear your jeans before you put them in the wash? The average guy, and this is focusing on guys, how, how long does he wear, or how many times does he wear it? before he throws it in the wash at least a week how many times do you at least a week so you're saying seven times yeah all right 15 15 times before they get their wash yeah you shouldn't wash your jeans at all you should pop them in the freezer if you want to preserve the denim and the the color and the structure i probably i probably would I, i would be longer than that but Carla won't let me. My wife, she's like, no, yeah. that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Hey, look, in, in my in my house, I don't even make eye contact with the refrigerator. You think I'm going to put my laundry in there and piss the refrigerator gods <laughs> off any further? No. Do you know what this? You know what the CEO of Levi's does? Because he was confronted with this question. I think we may have touched on this briefly. He says, "I put on my jeans, you know, get into the shower, and I take soap." And I wash my jeans and then rinse them off in the shower. Then I take them off and hang them up to dry. I, I would never do that. That just sounds just so bizarre. No, I'm not doing that. I'm doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to add one more thing. New. Yeah, I know. This is, a, this is a really bizarre story. A 390-year-old bonsai tree survived the bombing of Hiroshima. Oh. Later, the tree was gifted to the United States, and it still is living in Washington, D.C. Now, that was a nice gift, and I'm glad it's still living, but I'm just going to speak as Bob. If you dropped a hydrogen bomb on me, 
I'm not going to give you a tree. I mean, I know we're friends now. Okay, we're, I'm, I'm reaching out to you. I don't know if I'm going to give you a tree. Is that not, is that not the strangest thing? It, it's, it's from, you know, obviously a, a place of uh, great love. From, from I love that, that it's Japan. still alive. And it's I mean, still that's alive. part of their culture. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, I get I it. Guess so. I get it. That's a big I guess deal. so. That's a big deal. So there you go. It's Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Well, a coalition of 78 passengers have got together and they've sent a letter to the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida. And they want his office to open up a criminal fraud investigation into Mirai Cruises. This is the parent company of Life at Sea. Now, this Life at Sea cruise, you're on the ship for three years. You do seven continents in 1,095 days. You see 140 countries. You stop at 382 ports. Uh, You have doctors and everything on there. Everything's included at different ports. Your family can meet you and come on board and visit you and all this kind of stuff. Now, uh-huh. what has happened is they, they took deposits. And so Mireille took in $16 million in customer funds on deposit. and But they didn't purchase a vessel. Okay? They didn't purchase a boat. <laughs> and, uh, and so... Uh-oh. so so oh, oh. what what made this what made this so cool for people was travel around the world for three years yeah. for as low as thirty eight thousand five hundred dollars a year, and mm. a lot of customers reported having sold their homes or their business, sure. or retired early to take advantage of this because what what an opportunity, and so all of a sudden. Things started to back up a little bit. And so the CEO, Vidat, your Googler or whatever, I can't pronounce his last name. He says, Murray is not such a big company that we can afford to pay 40 to 50 million for a ship. You know, uh, things are beginning to be a problem. And in another memo, he said, we are facing challenges to purchase a ship because some investors were starting to back out. But the Times uh, reported that customers said, that they could, they have not got any refunds. They're supposed to be refunding this. Now nobody's got refunds. You've got retired folks. You've got homeless people that are left searching for work and trying to save money. I mean, you know, to buy more, to pay for mortgages and stuff. It said yeah. some people put in everything they had. Now they are broke. They are homeless, and some of these people are going from cruise to cruise like tumbleweeds because they don't have anywhere else to go. So they're just taking cruises. Uh, one one guy was like 78 years old. He's a retired lawyer. He sold his house and his car after his wife died to purchase the fare because he thought this would give him time to heal over the next three years. No. And now he spent all this money. He, he put down a deposit of over six figures, and the trip's canceled. Then he got diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Now – He's having, yeah, they're they're tragic stories here, and they're just left holding the bag, and nobody's really doing anything about it. You know, at first blush, it does sound really fantastic. The price of $38,000 a year would have gotten my attention because that doesn't sound like um, it's enough. 
I mean, it, that sounds like I'm down there in the bowels of the ship because you know what a cruise <laughs> yeah. costs. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? So that was red flag number one. Red flag number two is I got to see the boat I'm going to live on for three years. Yes. I've, I've, yes. I've got to see the boat. I have to know. <laughs> and I would prefer for it to have a name like Royal something. Right. Not name. Yeah. I have never not not Jim Bob's, you know, lifetime cruises. I got to know that it's a legitimate company preferred. I'd like to see Disney run it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think they I, I, I mean, they really should. They they were not paying attention to some. Red I went online. I went online and looked at their website and I, it's impressive. Yeah. The website is impressive. And it just tells you, right. oh, the pictures look great. And this is where we're going. And this is what we're going to do. You're going to see the world. I mean, all of this stuff. And now nothing. And I mean, these people have put down, like you say, they've put down some of these people because now 38,000, that's on the low end. You get up to the very upper echelon of it, it was like 70-something thousand a year. But that's all-inclusive. That's everything. you know. Even 70000 a year. And nope, I'm not yeah. saying that's not a lot of money, but for what they're talking about, it doesn't seem to be a lot of money. I know a couple. I know a couple. They're retired, and they do 30-day cruises. I mean, they they mm -hmm. they will do thirty day cruises, and they mm -hmm. those are about eighteen thousand dollars for thirty days. Mm -hmm. For thirty so days, right, this, right? Yeah, for thirty days. This, yeah, you're right. This is this, and that's what the people say. Oh, this is great. This is great. If it's too good, if it's too good, it may not be true. You know? Yeah, and and exactly if somebody right. like if, if somebody like Royal Caribbean was doing this, then right, you, you got to figure that's that's on the up and up. If yeah, I've never got heard somebody of your to sue. Line, right. I, yeah. I, I, I got, yeah, that's crazy. I just Hi, imagine. thank you for joining us for this get together as we tell you about your uh, life at sea here at the Bernie Madoff cruise line. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel so. I hope bad you get for the these money people, back. though. Yeah, I really do. I really, back. really do. Yeah, they may they may be able to prosecute, but getting the money back—that's a whole other story. It this is, never gonna is Bob and Sherry. Everyone needs a laugh. Is sponsored by Coles. Shop Coles and Coles.com today. It's time for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Lewis Smith. You know, I love my mother because the one thing my mother taught me, I appreciate her for teaching me to love and accept diversity. You know what I'm saying? Different people, you know, different walks of life. We have to accept and respect the fact that there are differences between our people, you know, blacks, whites, Hispanics. There are differences, you know? But I'm gonna say something. White people, you know what I love about y'all? Y'all got class. Y'all don't give y'all children nicknames. I had a buddy named Tom. The furthest they would go is Tommy. Now I'm gonna tell you all my legal name and I want you to say it with me once I tell you my legal name. And you're gonna see, my legal name is beautiful. It did not have to be messed up with a nickname. But unfortunately, I had a black home. <laughs> Listen to my name, guys. Check it out. My name is Lewis O'Neill Smith the Third. <laughs> I want you all to say it with me this next time on the count of three, just to show you how beautiful my name is. It's musical. You ready? One, two, three. Lewis O'Neill Smith. 
<laughs> My nickname is Lurky. <laughs> that name should never be said anywhere in public. You understand me? It should be specifically for around the house. <laughs> me and my friend Tom were playing marbles. Enjoying ourselves outside, playing marbles. His mother came outside to get him. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you should have seen it. When she came to get him, it was like an old black and white movie. His mother's hair was done to the nine, makeup flawless. Her dress was flowing in the wind. And when his mother came outside to get him, you could smell the apple pie. <laughs> Baking off of her dress. And she was so elegant. When she came to get him, oh no, she didn't even walk. She just floated. <laughs> then she said in a lovely voice, Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Tommy rose up from the game of marbles and said, yes, mother. <laughs> she said, honey, dinner's ready. He said, okay, mom, bye guys. Went home and had his dinner. Oh, 30 minutes later. Mm -hmm. Y'all already know, don't you? Here come my mama. And it looked like a scene out of a black exploitation movie. <laughs> my mama came outside. She had on a shower cap. <laughs> How many of you all remember the Michael Jackson curl? Remember the curl? My mama had one of those, so she had to put on a shower cap to keep her curl from getting dry. Then, instead of makeup, she had some cold cream under her eye. And then instead of that beautiful dress that Tommy's mother had on, oh no, my mama had on a negligee that showed all her extracurricular activities. You know what I'm talking about? And when my mama walked outside, she didn't float like Tommy's mother. No, she strolled. <laughs> then she said in a very raspy voice, Lady! <laughs> As she smokes a cigarette and chews on some gum. Lady! I'm in the middle of the marble game like, which one of y'all named Lurky? <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Oh, that was great. That is Lewis that Smith, and you can find that set at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Just click the menu tab, look for Everyone Needs a Laugh. It's Bob and Sherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate. Happy Hour, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Tonight, it's Bob and Sherry. I have for you the most 10 overused words in job applications. And I don't know, I've decided what maybe they mean for us to come up with. I'm going to give you the overused word and then what I think replaced it. Number one, motivated. So they won't like greedy, obsessed, broke. Uh, number two, creative, liar. I crochet stuff. Number three, enthusiastic, giggling buffoon, manic. <laughs> Track record, can't seem to keep a job, criminal record. Passionate, creepy 
Is that your daughter? She's hot. <laughs> Successful. Rich parents. I play the lottery, hopefully. Seven. <laughs> driven. Dogged by credit collectors at every turn. Leadership. I love to tell other people what to do while I sit on my butt in a chair. Strategic. I'm a backstabber. I'm coming after your job. And number 10, extensive experience. I'm old as crap. I don't understand <laughs> what's wrong with these words. There's only so many words you can use on a job application. Yeah, I like mean, what are we supposed to do? Yes. I mean, if you're motivated, want, that's a good word. What they want is for your application to go, I I am willing to take a significant amount of abuse for less money than I deserve. Yeah. That That's how you get hired. Yeah. I'm willing to start at the bottom and basically stay I'll there. stay there. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's only so many words that sound good on an application. Makes no sense to me. This is why it's hard to go out and get a job, I guess. You're afraid <laughs> to put down the regular stuff. But good luck to y'all as you're going out to get one. This is Bob and Sherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Tonight, it's Bob and Sherry. It is talkback time. Now, you can grab the Bob and Sherry app. It's free in the Apple Store and Google Play. And you can listen to the show and all of our podcasts and text the studio and enter contests. And you can tap a little microphone in the bottom center of the screen and talk. And the app will send your words flying to us. Or you can always pick up the phone. Not many people do anymore, but you can call us at 844-52-SHERI. That's 844-52-SHERI. Hi, Bob and Sherry, Max, Doc, Lamar, the rest of the crew. Uh, this is Scotty from Oregon. I tried the little microphone button. It never works for me. Anyway, I was just listening to your segment on hand dryers in the bathroom and i will tell you uh as a small child warm air in the bathroom always grossed me out but mythbusters confirmed my uh, uh revulsion um with an episode they aired many years ago thank you um and uh when my kids were small we had a rule the number one rule was don't touch anything in the bathroom um, every time we walked in the bathroom, I'd ask them, what's the rule? And they would repeat it to me. Don't, Don't touch anything. Touch anything. Um, I would hold their little hands when I put them up on the toilet so they didn't have to touch the toilet seat. And uh, most of the time, I would just scurry them out of the bathroom um, without washing their hands because they didn't touch anything. Um, and uh, if I did happen to need to wash their hands for some reason, I would Superman them above the sink Soap up the two little hands, rinse them off, and then they would dry their hands on uh, the knees of my pants um, because that was the most sanitary way of doing it. Bathrooms are disgusting. Small children in bathrooms are even more so. Um, even as an adult, uh, when I use public restrooms, if I don't have to wash my hands, I won't. I will sanitize them later or wash them as soon as I get home. Um, I work with food, and I will tell you, I wash my hands many, many times a day. Um, but uh, public restrooms, no, you don't touch anything if you don't have to. Golden rule. Have a good day, guys. Having children is exhausting. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it just exhausting? It really is. You, 
you know, you think about, you know, oh, uh, you're in, let's say you're, uh, you have, uh, your sister has kids and your nieces come over, nephews come over. Oh, it's so cute. Maybe I'll have someday. You never think about holding a four-year-old like Superman over uh, some water in a public bathroom. You, <laughs> yeah. you just don't. It's exhaust. Then you've got to carry him or her out. There's so many things with children that we don't realize until we come face to face with it. And nobody believes if you try to tell them before they have kids. None right, of us believe exactly. it. None of us want to hear it. And there's no, like, can you imagine saying to someone who's like, we think we're ready to start a family. Oh, are you? Mm. Listen, we want to hear, we want you to hear this talkback message about taking your kids in a public bathroom. <laughs> they don't want to <laughs> no. know it, right? They don't want to hear it. And well, it's we a good started thing talking we'd be extinct. We started talking about this because of the articles been floating around that those those air dryers in public bathrooms just throw everything and let's not we all know what everything is all into the air. All into the air. If if I go into one and they don't have paper and I see one of those I, I'm doing exactly what she said. I'm going to wipe the water off my pants because I, I'm yeah. getting out of there fast. Yeah. I had well, I had funny. the opportunity after we had just talked about because um, it was a it was a multi year like study by science that we now know that you do not want to use a bathroom hand dryer. I had the right. experience. I pulled over into a highway rest stop, and um, there it was, the hand dryer just staring at me. And it's a highway rest stop, so mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like the um, the variety of germs and bacteria in a highway rest stop is like the fruit cocktail of public bathrooms, you know, because right. like the bathroom at your local target, those are your local people, your local germs, your local bacteria. You don't know what kind of interstate serial killer germs are lur lurking in a public restroom. I went in there with my hands up. Like I had just scrubbed for surgery and like washed them and then walked outside. It was like five degrees, walked outside with wet hands because I knew there was no way. No way I could hit the button on that hand dryer and not lose my mind. This woman is raising those paranoid. kids right. Are you a little paranoid when you go into one of those highway rest stops? Especially if there's nobody in there that you can see, you know? Oh, if it's nighttime? Yeah, um, yeah. I've got my pepper spray at the ready. I'm like, yeah, don't even, don't even look at me. I will mace you. Yeah. But, you know, you asked me if I'm a little paranoid about um, highway rest stops. You could have just stopped with, are you a little paranoid? Right. <laughs> that would have been fair. You know, I, I can't deny it. We're going to take you down the rabbit hole straight ahead. A world famous singer and a sixth grade teacher duet. So cool. It's next. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry go. Y'all know how much love and respect we have for teachers on this show. In fact, if you go to our website right now, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, you can nominate your favorite teacher, and that could be yourself, to win not just a bunch of Aventure swag, but every month we send a teacher to Margaritaville. Fort yeah. Myers Beach, Florida, with our friends at Visit Florida. So bobandcherry.com to nominate your teacher. So Michael Buble, who is just the most incredible talent, has this thing that he does at all of his shows where he has this double microphone. It looks like a big hockey stick kind of a thing. And mm -hmm. people, people who want to sing with Michael Buble, 
you know, are like, they have signs and they're waving their hands. You know how much confidence you have to have to want to sing for or with Michael Buble? I mean, I want you to imagine cool, that for a second. Uh, what a cool idea, though, for a singer to do. That is really it's, cool. What? So what, what do we have here? I can't wait to hear this. It's so fun. So on this particular tour stop, um, Michael Buble pulled a sixth grade teacher named Mrs. Diana Fairbanks out of the crowd for a mm-hmm. duet, her choice. so cool that was great she was so good i mean that was incredible and we'll post this video up on the bob and sherry facebook so two funny things happen when she starts singing she says tell me princess now when did michael buble just cracks up because she's singing right to she's like staring him right in the eyes and calling him princess he cracks up (laughs) but the look on his face is he realizes that mrs fairbanks can sing the other thing it's cool is he forgets the words and he's going blah 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 blah." (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh if you are just up to your eyeballs in in toxic public human rage hop over to the bob and cherry facebook and check out this rabbit hole video straight ahead why are the billionaires building such big beautiful buggers That's kind of bonkers. It's next. It's Bob and Sherry. Can You Believe This is sponsored by BritBox. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I believe this. I cannot believe this. People used to make fun of doomsday preppers. You know, it was like this fringe kind of kooky thing. You know, we all had an uncle or maybe a brother-in-law that was stockpiling freeze-dried food in the basement. Well, it turns out that uh, last year, regular people, just, you know, regular Americans spent more than $11 billion on survival items. Um, About a third of people in America say, yeah, I'm prepping. I'm not like crazy prepping. They always preface that with, I'm not crazy prepping, but I'm prepping. Mm -hmm. But now let's talk about not everyday regular Americans. Let's talk about the world's wealthiest individuals who are building bunkers like 
they know something we don't. Mark Zuckerberg is building a $100 million hidden fortress underneath his ranch on Hawaii. It will have its own energy um, supply and sources, its own food supply, and he's got these doors on it that are blast resistant. $100 million. And then the richest dude in Idaho, his name is Frank Vandersloop. He bought a 2,000-acre ranch just south of Zuckerberg's compound in Hawaii. He spent $51 million on that, and um, and now he's building a bunker. The CEO of OpenAI, a guy named Sam Altman, he and the co-founder of PayPal um, have uh, made a deal that when it all hits the fan, they're going to take shelter at one of the PayPal guys' properties in New Zealand. And they have these things called golden visas to New Zealand that if you have enough money and influence, you can get a visa to go live in your bunker in New Zealand. And in fact, um, the PayPal guy, um, his plans to carve a bunker into the landscape by a protected lake was shot down by the locals. But that doesn't mean that he isn't finding another way to build a bunker. And in fact, a lot of Silicon Valley money is heading to New Zealand where they're building these fortresses. And it's not just um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg or the CEO of OpenAI. It's Elon Musk. And they say that even Taylor Swift has a bunker underway. So what do you think about that? I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just, it's so um, repulsive on so many different levels. One of the reasons they're picking Hawaii is that Hawaii is the most remote place on the planet. I know you think it's something like uh, Bora Bora, something like that. That's, that's way out there. There's no place that's more remote than Hawaii. So there's one thing. A bomb drops, you're, you know, you're not only in a bunker, but you're in a bunker in the most remote part of the world. It's just uh, very disturbing because obviously these people are, you know, tuned into what's going on in the world. And you do say to yourself, what do they know? I mean, I was at a dinner party the other day and a guy gave me the exact date that he thought that uh, Armageddon was going to happen. Christmas time uh, this year. And not a stupid guy. I mean, guy is a professional. I don't know what to say about it all. I don't buy into it. But if I were the people... The natives of Hawaii, the original Hawaiians, I would just hate these guys so much. Oh, New Zealand. Well, New Zealand is New a hotbed of bunker building. Um, Jeff Bezos, the bunker that Jeff Bezos is allegedly building is completely insane. And a guy, a journalist who, um, he's a technology journalist, so you might see his stuff in like Wired and um, CNET and that sort of thing. Douglas Rushkoff, he said that he attended a top secret meeting in the middle of the desert here in the U S and he wouldn't name names, but five of the richest guys grilled him. How can we better prep our bunkers? How do I maintain um, authority over my hired security force? You know, how do I guarantee that no one can come in and raid it? Like what the what? But this is all really happening right now. And I think, you know, I'm the first person to be like, oh, something's coming. But I think in this case, when you have this much money and it's an incomprehensible amount of wealth, 
But just since we've been talking, Jeff Bezos has made about, let's see, $250 million just since we started this episode of Can You Believe yeah. This? So when you've got that much money, you you well, have everything. You have well, yachts and planes. You've gone to space. You You own everything. You do everything. You go everywhere. You've tasted everything. Why not build a doomsday bunker? I mean, you, yeah. you, you got the money yeah. and why not? See, you know, yeah. If you don't use it, you could throw a birthday party there every year. I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter. Now, let me go ahead and say this. My wife is a pre-prepper because she, she's talking to me. She goes, what if blah, 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 blah. So when we're at Costco, instead of buying one thing of NyQuil, we buy two things of NyQuil. We put one in a box and we keep one, you know, in case... You know, you have to exist for a week or two. If it's, yeah, in you case know, you need to hallucinate. Yeah. Or, yeah, you want to hallucinate yeah. your way through <laughs> listen, the apocalypse. And, listen, and what better way than say, Yeah, Let me go ahead That's and say, right. that NyQuil is a wonderful thing. So <laughs> if it's a lot of, if I hear a lot of sounds I don't like and I don't feel comfortable with, I'll take me some extra NyQuil. I'll be good to go. Oh, yeah, it's we'll a coma see, in a bottle. <laughs> We'll oh, see yeah. Lamar when civilization gets rebuilt. That's I'll right. get this posted up on the Bob and Cherry Facebook. This is Bob and Cherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate. Happy hour, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Tonight, it's Bob and Sherry. If you love ice cream and you're engaged, have I got a deal for you. A wedding planner on TikTok shared that some branches of Dairy Queen offer a blizzard bar for weddings as part of their catering services. The basic package includes the fast food chains staff coming out to your wedding with the ice cream, the blizzard machine, four to five of the toppings that the client has pre-selected, and spoons and napkins and various sizes of cups that everything you need to enjoy that ice cream. The blizzard treats are then made to order for guest preferences for parties up to 150 people. Now, if your party's larger than that, they suggest that Dairy Queen will pre-make the Sundays and deliver them to your event. As for pricing, the clients paid a $150 delivery fee, a staffing fee, and then the individual blizzards range from $450 to $650, depending on the size. You prepay for the service before the event. Uh, the clients use cups with, with Dairy Queen's logo, logo on them, but you can order custom cups from like Etsy or something like that to have a personalization. So they, they say they usually see the Blizzard bar open in the dessert portion of the event, but ice cream could be served as a late-night snack at the bar, okay? It's a huge hit at winning, she said. Delicious, unique, it's interactive. It's the, all the things that make a wedding unforgettable. A representative of Dairy Queen said in, in this statement, we are happy to provide the iconic treat to newlyweds and their loved ones on their wedding days. What a great idea. You know I why mean, it's so popular? You know why this it. is so popular? It's because the bridesmaids haven't eaten anything for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's, listen, for 150 bucks, I may call them for this afternoon. I don't know. It's, I love That's it. Great. I love it. I yeah. love it, too. This, this is Bob and Sherry. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. There's just something about her or him that drives you crazy and you're living with them. Mel, hi. Hi, Mel. 
Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Sherry. Now, this is your husband you're talking about? Yes, I've been married eight years with this guy. I'm from Panama. When I first met him, I haven't, I didn't speak any English. Mm-hmm. So actually, I've been speaking English for eight years. And um, the only thing that I, that I, it drives me insane, crazy about my husband is that he complains that he doesn't speak Spanish and he doesn't have the time, this and that, but he can sit the whole entire day being watching. This uh, is called Tosh. It's a home video uh, TV show. Tosh, Tosh 2.0, Tosh, right? Yeah, I hate it with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mel. Because I found that TV show so Stupid, you know, <laughs> that he's not learning nothing from that, you know? No, that's right. I've seen it. But it just, you know, it just drives me crazy. And uh, I understand he doesn't speak any Spanish at all, but you, you are bilingual now. Yes, I am. And yes, that, I am. Does that bother you that he doesn't speak any Spanish? Yeah, it bothers me so bad because he complains that he can't talk any Spanish, but that, instead, you know, the time that he's, He's watching that show where he doesn't, you know, take a book. I mean, he got books and videos to learn Spanish, and he doesn't get the time to do that, you know, but he can be watching that, you know? Tosh 2.0. Tosh. I hate that show. (laughs) (laughs) So I take it. You know, he should yeah. be, you know, he, he should not watch it all the time. And he, what's the thing you can get now? Rosetta Stone. The Rosetta Stone. My wife, Mary, learned to speak Spanish with the Rosetta Stone. Some of her clients are, uh, um, are uh, Latinos, and uh, and it worked great for her. I know. He said that he always, I'm going to do it, or I have to go to a classroom, this and that. But I keep telling, babe, instead of watching that show, why you don't take Spanish classes? You know what I mean? Instead of the time that you, for me, you, you, I, I don't know, you waste watching that show where you don't, you know. Hey, Mel, could you say how yes. much you hate it, like, with all your heart again? Just I just like oh, hearing. Oh, yes. I, he knows that. I, I mean, when, now he's getting better, though. He doesn't watch the show when I am at home. Oh, so he if waits till you leave the house. Walmart, any, any place, he watches by himself because I can't stand that stupid show. I can't. <laughs> Say, say that you, I just want to hear it with your accent, that you hate it with all your heart. I hate those with all my heart. <laughs> I love that. So the, when he's watching it, it's almost like he's sneaking a cigarette or something, you know? He's doing it behind know, your back. It's like, a, a, it's like a having sex or something. I don't know. Mm. It, um, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. I mean, I don't like it. So, and I hate him watching that show, too. Because and then he laughed like, oh my gosh, was the best thing of the world. And I found those stupid things like, uh, it doesn't make sense for me. <laughs> Why do you hate it so much? Because they don't, they don't show nothing productive for me. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid so, stuff, yeah. It's cultural, it's probably. And probably stupid, a, you know? a cultural disconnect for you. Have, have you ever seen anything on Tosh that made you laugh? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't ask her any more about Tosh 2.0. I mean, she just... Yes. She, does, she just made me, there's, just made me mad. <laughs> there's nothing there. You don't want to make Mel mad. I can so um, what would be, if your husband could speak Spanish, then you feel like you could communicate with him more deeply? Yes, it's 
is different, you know. I mean, I can tell him so many stuff in Spanish, but I mean, in English it's different. When you're gonna say I love you to someone, you just say I love you. But in Spanish, you can say in two different or more than two different ways, you know. How would it? How I mean, would? Well, let me hear it two different ways, Mel. How would you say that I love you in two different ways in Spanish? If I'm gonna say I love you to my husband, I can I can say te amo. But if I'm gonna say uh, like uh, to a friend, I will say te quiero. I see. Okay. Oh, it's a different oh, kind of love. Adoro. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, different type of love. Yep. You have such a sexy. I mean, I would do anything. You know. But, uh, first of all, I would fear you because I, I I think you you are a woman to be feared. <laughs> Deserves. But fear. that sexy accent's really something. Maybe you should cut him off. You know what I mean? Or or. <laughs> or uh, Offer him, offer him something really special, if you know, and you know what I mean, Mel. If he learns Spanish. Yes, well, I, I, I'm trying. We're trying. I know. He's a very, he, he's a very stubborn guy. He's an army man, Anna. You know how the army men are. Stu- stubborn, you said. He's a very stubborn guy. Yeah. Mel is yeah. not. She's not stubborn. No, she's no, learned English. Is. Come on. Oh, Mel is stubborn. <laughs> No, I know your husband is, but I, I have the feeling you're pretty headstrong yourself, Mel. Oh, yes. I got a very strong personality. You remind me, it, it remind me of uh, on Gloria. Modern, yeah, Gloria on Modern Family, but everybody tells you that, right? No. First time. <laughs> That's the first That's time the anybody said that. He doesn't watch that it that because said, it's stupid. Do, do you watch Modern Family? Uh, yes, I, I saw the, the show, like uh, the movie, I think, that they made it. What do yeah. you watch? Yeah, now? what do you watch? Well, I really I don't like to watch TV. I yeah. prefer to listen music. Already, so you guys have a good day. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Adios. The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info. BobandSherry.com. This is an unbelievable scam that is going on in India. Mangesh Kumar was scrolling Facebook when he came across a video from the All India Pregnant Job Service, and he decided to check it out. Now, the job sounded really too good to be true. You get money, a whole bunch of it, in return for getting a woman pregnant. Now, it was, of course, it was, of course, too good to be true. I mean, it's a scam. But so far, the 33-year-old man who earns 15,000 rupees per month working for a wedding party decoration company has already lost 16,000 rupees to fraudsters. And they're asking for more. But Mangesh from the northern Indian state of Bihar is not the only person to fall for the scam. Deputy Superintendent of Police said that there were hundreds of victims of an elaborate con where gullible men were lured to part with their cash on the promise of a huge payday, a night in a hotel with a childless woman. And so far, his team has arrested eight men. They've seized nine mobile phones and a printer. They're still searching for 18 others. The problem is finding the victims has proven to really be tricky. The gang has been active for a year. And they believe that they have conned hundreds of people, but no one wants to come forward to complain because of the shame. Now, Mangesh, he, well, no, no, he lost his money. He, 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 come, he come forward. He said, 10 minutes after I'd clicked on the video, my phone rang. 
and the man asked me to pay 799 rupees if I wanted to register for the job. They offered him a half a million rupees, almost three years wages, just to have sex with this woman. And he promised further reward of 800,000 rupees if she conceived. He said, I am a poor man. I desperately need money, so I believe them. He's got two boys at home. Over the next couple of weeks, Mangesh was asked to fork out more than 16,000 rupees. Uh, uh, 2,550 of those rupees were to attain some court documents. 4,500 was like a safety deposit, and 7,998 rupees is to pay the goods and services taxes on the money he was going to get. He said, I really don't know what to do now. I've lost an entire month's pay. I have not been able to send any money to my family in Bihar. And my wife is very angry and will no longer talk to me. Imagine that. (laughs) How in the world? God. I guess maybe in India they don't have like sperm banks. I don't know. And that's why you might think that any rando could get paid for this. Oh, this is so sad. But see, here's the, here's, here's you're setting a trap and you're baiting it with two things that are very desirable, money and sex. And somebody that can be this. And he said, one of the quotes, I didn't, I didn't put this in, but one of the quotes, he, he had this picture up of, of this woman that was wanting to get pregnant. And he goes, how can you not look at that picture and feel sorry for that woman? She cannot be lying. <laughs> He's still <laughs> having a hard time. He's still having a hard time. I mean, oh my gosh. He's lost all this money. He's oh got nothing my. to show for it. And his wife knows what he was doing. That's probably not okay, would you think? I'm so sad. Oh my God, for this guy. You know, this is what, when you're, when you're struggling, like in grinding poverty and every nickel makes the difference between maybe there's enough on the table tonight or there isn't people, people lose their senses and you do crazy things. You know, this is what, this is why scammers, there's a special circle of hell for scammers because these are the people that they're praying on right yes i mean they really really are and and this sixteen thousand rupees that equates to 180 american dollars that's a month's salary so you think about what you make a month you somebody just took that from you you're living from paycheck to paycheck hand to mouth they just took that money and your wife comes to you and says hey i need to go to the grocery store i need some money well, I got a story I got to tell you. You're <laughs> not going to like it. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. But they know because their audience, what, and they know what to do. They do. What those scammers are really selling is hope. And I just yes. can't think of anything more cruel than to put hope in front of someone and then snatch yep. it away and kick them in the cojones while you're at it. Oh, yep. it's Bob and Sherry. It's Bob and Sherry, the podcast. You guys, I'm ever so slightly obsessed with this guy in Colombia. He's an influencer. His name is Yefersin Kosio. He's 29 years old. 
he, um, he was five feet, eight inches tall, and he was determined to be taller. So he's had this limb lengthening surgery <sighs> to be six feet mm. tall. It's $175,000 to do. So here's how it works. You get both your legs broken and then <laughs> these metal, <laughs> wait, these metal rods get implanted. And then over time, the rods are slowly stretched, stretched, stretched um, to give you the additional height. But he said that as the rods have slowly been pulling his bones apart to stretch them, he said the pain is so excruciating that he's only able to sleep a couple hours a night and he's desperate to have the rods taken out. Now, um, the number of men who've elected to do this has around the world has doubled apparently in the last year. What? And, and this guy who has over 11 million followers on Instagram said that, um, I, I just want this to end, but I, I guess it's not, maybe it's not reversible. He said that the pain in his legs is constant. He's tried sleeping pills. They don't work. He's concerned that his body is going to collapse from the pain of it. The devices, the rods have been in his legs for four months. And listen to this. This is like, this is like a medical saw movie, Lamar. Um, every day, the rods lengthen his legs by one millimeter. And it's done by a remote control. So they tap the remote control and the rods go and one millimeter additional height. He's supposed to get them taken out today, whether or not, um, and he's been bound to a wheelchair while his legs grew, but whether or not it actually comes out today, we'll see. Typically this surgery used to be, it was, it was basically invented to help people who have like one leg longer than the other, which happens, mm. right? And that can cause all sorts of pain and difficulty and disability. So mm -hmm. they correct that. Mm -hmm. And they've used it for people who've been in accidents and that sort of thing. But the number of men who are doing it for cosmetic purposes over the last three years has doubled. And, 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 and that when you think about like the pain and what this man is going through. Like, I don't know that I'd have it in me to hit the remote control every day and, and have that excruciating agony. How about you? I just do. do all right. Do they put the, the rod inside of his, like they broke Bones. the legs mm -hmm. and then they put then, it inside. Like where the marrow yeah, like, is so, inside. Well, no, think about it. So like if I break your bone in half and then I implant mm -hmm. the rod into either end of the broken bone, uh, then it pushes that's, from there. Yeah, that's as as best I can can understand it. Um, and he has gotten just, taller, but this just I don't know, y'all. I just I don't know. So so what what did he need to be taller for? Do you know what I mean? I guess that's five, the question. Eight? I mean five eight. Five eight is not. It, it, I mean you're above average. God. You're above average in the world. Well, apparently, you know, there's all this research that shows that men who are taller make more money. They're more successful with, um, 
women. Well, they you just, can speak to that, can't you, Max? I yeah, mean, I can. Yeah, I'm six two. I'm, I'm not successful. <laughs> I haven't made more money, and I've been not terribly successful. I was never terribly successful with women. I I, I don't know it. I just like it's an awful lot of pain to go through for four inches, which is I, you know four don't... inches is not nothing. Okay, like four inches in no. height is not nothing. I mean, if you no. if you have other kinds of Maybe enhancements, those things heal and you get on with your life. This seems like this is an ongoing painful process. And really, I mean, if it was just, okay, fine, you're going to have a couple of weeks where you're going to feel pain and then you're fine. But good you Lord. You know, the doctor had to know how this is going to feel. That just seems to me to be wrong. Cosmetic. I mean, but we'll do anything. Look, I watch, I watch, uh, uh, someone, the, the botched, I watch botched. All the oh time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the people that will and I don't know who's got this money. When somebody tells me they've had 75 enhancements, you know we're getting up into the 50, 70,000. I mean, uh, come on. Oh, An insurance 75 we're six figures. No, insurance yes. doesn't cover that. We're six figures. And yeah. Yes. I, and all I can think of, oh. and this is the, the oh my god, the curse of being a Capricorn. I'm over here going well, buddy, even when this is all finished and you're four inches taller, you're going to be able to predict a storm. And what's going to happen yeah. when you get old and your bones get maybe thinner? Oh. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to be that uh, taller that oh, bad. No. So, the least uh, things you have to do to your body, wouldn't you think that's the better off you'll be in the long run? That is my philosophy. Invasive. Sure. You know this sounds invasive. <laughs> this sounds invasive. Can I just say that I'm always afraid that I'd always be afraid of getting up at the end of my life and go up and meeting God and God going, uh, you were five eight. I made you five eight. Well, is that not good enough for you? Yes, you know, not. What, what are you doing yeah. showing up here with metal in your legs? Yeah. Guess yeah. not. Yeah. They might oh, have a metal detector at the gate. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Oh my God! There's TSA security to get into heaven. <laughs> but but St. Peter, I have pre-check. Why am I taking my? Sh oh, it's Bob and Sherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast, Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. All right. So a little bit ago, Lamar had this uh, scam that's going around India, tricking poor men into thinking they can get paid to impregnate women. I got another story out of India. This man is on a spice jet flight that's supposed to be just a little bit over an hour and a half, right? A little bit over an hour and a half long. He gets up to go to the laboratory and the lock malfunctions and he's trapped inside the bathroom lavatory for the entire flight, including the landing. Crew members, he's banging and calling for help. Crew members were unable to open the door to get him out. He said it was so claustrophobic and loud and bumpy that he's traumatized. He was in a state of shock and had to be treated by medics by the time they got him out of that bathroom. Oh Can my you gosh. imagine? No. Oh. So just before the plane landed, the flight one of the flight attendants slipped a note under the door that said, Sir, we have tried our best to open the door. Do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes, so please close the commode lid and sit on it to secure yourself. As soon as the main door is open, an engineer will come. So he's sitting there, crouched on that little tiny toilet with no seatbelt or anything, 
And you know, a landing, a landing could be pretty sketchy and they'd had some difficult weather. So visibility was poor. There was some turbulence. He's trapped in the airplane bathroom for a hundred minutes. What could, what could American (sighs) Airlines give you to compensate you for that? Because they ain't (laughs) giving you a free flight. I can tell you that. No, no, no. Extra peanuts. How about about a a little package of those tasty Biscoff cookies? How about an extra one of those on your way out the door? I do love those. Oh my God, this poor man. It's Bob and Sherry. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast, and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.